when you respond biblically to your circumstances. So if you open your Bibles to the book of Philippians, Philippians chapter 4, amen, Philippians chapter 4, and I want to look at verse 7, just one verse, and we've already talked about how, right? We're going to pray, we're going to give thanks, and we're going to stop talking to everybody, <laughs> talking to the wrong people about our circumstance. Uh, now we're going to look at when you do it, what happens, Amen. Look what he says in verse 7. And the what? And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Now bless now the preaching of your word. Forgive me of my sins. Clear my mind. Clear my heart. And bless now the, the, the hearing of your word from the, your people today. Speak, God. We're listening. We need a word from you today. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of God will last forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And thank God. You may be seated in the presence of God. Amen. Amen. Oftentimes, a lot of us, uh, we know how to do certain things in our lives. And I believe between the how, there's the when, the results. Oftentimes, when circumstances come up in our lives, and as I told you last week, we will face circumstances, be it difficult circumstances, be it easy circumstances. Thank you, ushers. But you and I will face circumstances. And it's amazing because the scripture tells us, amen, Paul is writing to the Philippian church to thank them for the love gift that he had given them, that they had supported him in ministry with. And Paul was telling them that even though you support me and even though you uh, walk by faith and even though you live by faith, your life will not be absent, amen, of circumstances. I don't know how you respond now, but based on what we talked about last week, he said that we should respond with prayer. We ought not to worry. We ought to respond with prayer. We ought to make our requests be known unto God, and we must always have a thankful heart. But uh, what I find in this scripture today, I find that Paul goes on to give us, if you would, he's looking ahead, and he says that here is something that you and I must always look out for there's something that we need to look out for, amen, after we have responded biblically or spiritually to our circumstance. You see, some of us are trying to figure out, amen, what God is doing or how God is working in your life. But I believe that if you go to the scriptures, the scriptures tells us, it gives us the antidote as well as, amen, the answers to all things dealing with life. I believe that the word of God is so powerful that if you read the word of God and if you start meditating on the word of God, you will find the answers in God's word. The writer is Paul. Paul is writing to this church. He tells us here in verse 7, he says, after he told us how, he says when. So the first thing I want to show you, he says, and the peace of God. That word peace 
in the Greek. The word means a rainy in the Greek. And the word means that, that tranquility that you get, amen, arising from a reconciliation with God. He says that in order for you to understand what you're going through, you're going to need something. Amen. And so the first thing I want to tell you that when you respond biblically to your circumstance, the first thing you will have, God will give you his peace. Somebody here this morning, I want to tell you something. You can tell when you have no peace. This is a sure way to know that you did not respond biblically to your circumstances. A lot of us are facing different things, but we have no peace. But the moment that you decide that I'm going to respond the way God wants me to respond, I will have the peace of God. This word peace also is a sense of God's divine favor. Peace that surpasses all understanding, which I'll get to. But here's the, here's the thing. The oftentimes in our circumstances, it's amazing how there are so many people who have no peace. It's amazing to me today that even though we know the word of God, even though we have the word of God, yet we have no peace. We may have something temporary, but it's not peace. And God says that when you pray and when you praise and when you make your request known to me and when you talk to me about your situation, the first thing you have to look for in your life is peace. The question I have for you this morning is, do you really possess the peace of God? Because that's the first thing that you will have when you respond biblically. Listen to me real good. When you respond what? Biblically to God, to whatever circumstances that you're facing in life. He says, and the peace of God, watch this, which surpasses that word surpass means, it doesn't mean to go beyond, but it means better. <laughs> Hello, somebody. It means superior. And so one of the things that the writer is telling us, that when I respond biblically to my circumstances, not only will I have, God will give me his peace, but the next thing is God's peace will be priority in my life. The very thing that I will pursue is his peace because he says, I will possess something that I can't even explain. Do I have anybody? Listen, you're going through something right now. You're in a circumstance, but yet you don't know why you're so calm. You don't know why you're so at peace. Your money's funny. Your change is strange. Your, amen. Stuff look real bad right now. Amen. And, and yet... Yet, the priority in your life, because you know that if you start worrying, what you will do is you will abandon the peace that God, watch this, has given you. Not only did God give you eternal life, but God gave you grace. He's given you mercy. He's given you kindness. But I find, saints, that there are a lot of believers today that have no peace. Peace is not a priority in their lives. He says it surpasses what you can think, what you can understand. That word surpasses beyond your 
comprehension means you don't even understand why you have it. Watch this. You have something that you cannot manipulate. You cannot re recreate. It's something that God gives you because you did the right thing by not responding negatively, not responding secularly, not, not responding in a way, amen, that does not glorify God. He says the peace of God which surpasses superior. In other words, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm after the peace of God. Somebody here this morning, I want to tell you something. When you're going through your circumstances, you will always pursue peace, amen, and not negativity. Not, amen. You're not going to let anybody vex you. You're not going to let your spirit to be turned all of a sudden. Why? Because in your circumstance, you know that you're going to pray for that person. Come on, somebody. You know you're going to thank God for that person that vexes you because God probably is using that person to humble you. I'm going somewhere. There are times in this journey when the circumstances in our lives, it causes us, watch this, to not look at ourselves but look at everybody else. But oftentimes you got to look at you and you got to ask yourself this question. Do I possess the peace of God this morning? And am I pursuing it? Because, let me say this, above everything, above money, above status, above success, above happiness, is the peace of God. And when you have it, listen, don't you need it? Don't, I, mean, I mean, you want it this morning. Peace. Watch this. Watch this. He said, the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your what? Your hearts and your mind. It will guard your what? Heart and your mind. I found out something this morning. Here's what I found out. God's peace, the next thing I want to tell you, when you respond biblically. The third thing is this. God's peace will prevent you from panicking. I'm going to say it one more time. God's peace will prevent you from panicking. Oftentimes, that's what we do. And watch this. God's peace will protect the very thing that controls our whole life. You know what that is? Your mind. If you start stinking thinking, guess what? You won't be no good to God. You won't be good to yourself. Listen, if you start thinking negative all the time, if you're thinking anxiously and you're worrying all the time, how can you have the peace of God in your heart? And what Paul is telling us, that in spite of your circumstance, come on somebody, God's peace will guard your heart. It will protect you. The word here has the idea of a military guard. God's peace is that powerful. I, don't, I think we've been, we've been running after his grace. We've been running after his mercy. But we got to run after his peace. 
Lord, I need your peace this morning. I need your peace right now to guard my mind because when my mind is protected, when my heart is protected, the devil can't put nothing in there. The devil won't get me to feel defeated. He won't get me to feel like I'm nothing. But the peace of God has military power. I wish I had somebody. The peace of God has the power to prevent a hostile takeover of your mind. Do I have anybody? And somebody here, you know what I'm talking about. Satan comes in from time to time and he takes over your mind. He takes over your heart. He gets you to thinking a certain way. But you got to say, God, protect me with your peace. Do I have anybody? When you respond biblically, your feelings won't be hurt. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Because God is protecting your mind. The most important, listen, it's the most, watch this, the, the peace of God is protecting the most vital part of your life. Your thinking. Your emotions. And when you possess this peace, Listen, first of all, let me say this. In order to have the peace of God, you have to be at peace with God. The question is, are you really at peace with God? Because when you are at peace with God, amen, you will know what it feels like to possess the peace of God. My last point, I'm sitting down. He says, the peace of God will guard your hearts and minds. But I can't leave this out. This is what I love about Paul. Paul says, you can't do this by yourself. But here's the thing I want to show you. Watch this. I want to show you this. He says, in Christ Jesus. Watch this now. A lot of people are trying to get the peace of God outside of Jesus. They're trying to find happiness outside of Jesus. Some people think I'm saved so I'm in him but what happened to your sanctification process? You can be around Christ. Come here James. You can live in the same house with Christ. Come here James. The brother of Jesus who lived in the same house as Jesus, who walked with Jesus, who talked with Jesus, who shared clothes with Jesus, but yet he wasn't in Jesus. Watch this, last point. Not only hmm, will, when you respond biblically, will God's peace prevent you from panicking, but God's peace will keep you in Christ Jesus. It has the power to protect you. But it also has the power. Watch this. To keep you in Christ Jesus. Because we live in a hostile world. We live around some hostile people. Come on somebody. We, we have some hostile thoughts at times. Amen. But I want to tell you something. When you're in Christ Jesus. Oh, I wish I had somebody. When you're in him, nothing will be hard for you. Nothing will be impossible for you. Nothing will be too difficult.
difficult for you to accomplish because it's in him I breathe. It's in him I move. It's in him I have my being. But the peace of God is what I need. And the peace of God is what I will possess when I respond biblically. Now, you can respond negatively all you want. You can respond in the flesh. You can fall apart. You can, give, you can start worrying. You start doing all those things. But guess what? You will see immediately the first thing that goes when you don't have the peace of God is your mind. Your thinking. You ever notice that? But he says, and the peace of God will do what? Guard. It'll take over. It, listen, you, you will not let people Move you. You will not allow, listen, being in Christ means that you're living for him. And there's no other person that you would want to live for because when you get a taste of this peace, oh, I wish I had some. We got some people who, who, who taste the peace for a minute. And, and, and guess what happened? Circumstance. And guess what happened to them? They lose all peace. They panic. Yeah. When you find yourself panicking, it means you're absent of the peace. Because remember what the peace does. It protects you. It guards you. Listen, God says, I, I didn't just give you the Holy Spirit, but I give you my peace. And when you possess this peace, nothing will be hard for you. Amen. Give God a hand clap praise.